0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Ars.
1: I'm your other host, Elijah Valencia. Welcome back, everybody. Um, you know, I'm going to kick it off with some huge news here. I've kept this really low-key. Even have, Jonathan doesn't even know yet. So, as as you all know, you know, sneakerhead here, of course. Um, I think it was not this. I think it was the last week. I think it was the, this past week. We, we've been like 10 days off recording. That's a very long time for us, but... Travis Scott, he released a new Jordan One Low. Obviously, didn't hit on sneakers, but oh, okay. your, your boy, your boy paid resell. He took the L. Um,
0: wow, yeah, That's so a, kind of a dub though, still.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean, just from the moment I saw him, I was like, I gotta have him. You know, sneakers is a scam, so sneakers app is a scam. So, I was, whatever, I'll bite the bullet, finish my college classes for the summer. So I was like, okay, I guess I guess I'll reward myself.
0: Yeah, that's a little celebration. I uh when you said you had the because news, I thought you were gonna say you hit. If you would have uh, hit, that would have been no. big news.
1: No, yeah. I, I had to drop the bag though, so
0: I don't even want to know how much they were, but I respect the purchase. <laughs> I respect the purchase. That's kind of a dub though, still. i don't, those it's a fire pair, so
1: yeah, no, definitely. It's I'm been dead. one of my favorite pairs he's dropped. So I needed a pair of Jordan one lows. I got a bunch of highs, so I was
0: gonna say I want a pair of Jordan one lows uh i was talking to the boy z kicks might have to make a purchase we'll see
1: yeah z kicks was he was trying to like, connect but you know go beat him out on pricing so
0: mm, money tough. money
1: talks you know i'll wait a couple weeks
0: that's how it be man this is the longest we've gone from recording episodes this is the latest in the week we've ever recorded this is sunday night so less than 12 hours till it's going to drop which is a little bit wild but we recorded the last episode like wednesday before release so yeah this is like 10 days or whatever this is a long gap between episodes it feels a little weird to get back in the episode but hey i'm ready to get into it
1: yeah no same here it's it's been a minute and you know obviously me catching flights and everything all these places so
0: yeah, so much has happened since last time so yeah
1: yeah we got a lot to get into in terms of what what i was doing last week so
0: so i think we should get into it tell us about rolling loud we really haven't talked that much about rolling loud in your experience. Cause I kind of wanted to save for the podcast, have that good dialogue on here and just, you know, talk about who you saw, who your favorite people were. Yeah. Obviously the kid Cuddy thing was a big uh, disappointment a little bit, but I want to hear what you got to say about it.
1: Friday was the first day, um, you know, Thursday, I t- took a big L at the casino, um, you know, got some money, ended up losing 400 bucks. You know, I, I went there with that money to lose, I guess. So, wasn't the worst thing ever um you know but whatever i feel like when you're on vacation you're gonna spend money of course so then you know performances started off uh thursday two chains was my or actually ab was the first artist i saw Mm. you know the go that's a must he came out of a football like spelled ab it was nuts He was performing kanye songs ab was a very good live performer too he was lit throwing footballs in the crowd and shit so
0: yeah, you said that. That's kind of surprising. Like he hasn't been, you know, in the rap game for too long, but he's definitely making a little impact here. He's getting all the appearances. I think he was at lyrical. That's Lemonade a legend, too. regardless. Yeah, yeah. He's set for life, even without football. <laughs> exactly,
1: and he did a little set in the VIP crowd, and that was fucking nuts. I mean, we were right on the railing watching it, and it was fucking insane. Um, and, you know, two chains, two chains came correct. You know, his set list was it may have been the best I heard all weekend. Um, I mean, kicked it off with no Noah. That's like one of my favorite songs by him. Of course, you know, I'm Different, Birthday Song, 4 AM. He was just, it was just banger after banger. Shorter set list, of course, because you know he's not a headliner. Um, and then uh, Snot. We transitioned into Snot. It was uh, pretty lit. Pits were crazy for that. I mean, as expected, of course. Um, one of the crazier pits of the weekend, I will say. I say
0: he's from Florida, isn't he? So they got to show love. Yeah, you, you know he's a jit. Oh yeah, back to Two Chains though. Two Chains, I will say, I saw him at Chances Festival in 2016, and it was him and Lil Wayne as Kala Grove that did a duo mm-hmm. set, and that was fire because it was like under Kala Grove. So I didn't know, like you know, are they gonna only do Kala Grove songs? What's happening? But they both did their individual songs as well as their collabs, and it was hits. I mean, you know, with Wayne and Chains, deep deep catalog. Yeah, for days they could gone for hours. They probably had like one hour, but they it was crazy they played all the classics
1: yeah no problem as well that that was another one that just hit i of course um and then you know this is where the it started going down some some started going down at this point and everything um don Tolliver had a crazy pit i wasn't expecting it and the pits were were nuts for don and then you know i i wasn't too much in the pits i'll I'll explain that why a little bit later um but for cardi i had to be in the trenches i had to see how uh Mm. hittable the fans were and yeah it was their s tier -tier, um okay yeah the cardi stands are different you know you got motherfuckers walking around in joker makeup and shit like (laughs) it was just (laughs) in a 100 degree heat it was was yeah i've never seen anything like vamps came out um crazy crazy so first cardi i i think he was performing during j cole in new york so you know obviously i gotta see j cole and uh first time seeing cardi it was pretty good it was nuts
0: yeah i mean there's so many things going into cardi that i think make him a great live performer obviously you got the energy but i feel like the production on his music is just such like hard it's just so hard you know we're gonna get the absolute just heat on the beats and gonna be super hard hitting especially with speakers that big and that loud it's gonna be a good time but i love just imagining like a sea of like basketball jerseys you know baseball jerseys and then you just got the cardi fans you could i guarantee you could just point out which kids are there to see cardi
1: no definitely it it was it was like that um and uh well and another thing you know we were fucking dying on the ride home. You know, we we're like what if cardi just is up there just doing his ad libs fucking that's all he's saying and we uh, i don't know why it's just one of those funny moments where you just had to be there but
0: yeah yeah but i would I mean, pay to see that yeah I mean actually just think about that <laughs> yeah I mean, it'd be kind of hard uh yeah I want to see Cardi sometime but I feel like the crowd that would be at a Cardi show I wouldn't want to be around but I would like to see Cardi
1: yeah I, I don't know I obviously not one of my favorite artists out there but you know I think it if he's at a festival I'm gonna see him I'll yeah that. for sure and then you know on the main stage main headliner Kid Cudi
0: yeah
1: um all hey, yeah, that happened i think <laughs> yeah i i got very close i was very excited and he, i all of us kind of agreed he came out kind of weak you know it wasn't playing the fucking bangers award he played marijuana that's when we were like oh he's he's starting to get into some classic classics and um uh, obviously you know with the incident with the water bottle or, or uh water packet which i mean to be fair everybody was getting hit with them I, I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? I'll, I'll let you go first.
0: I don't know. Obviously, I respect what he did. I will say that if, you know, the fans are being disrespectful, he can he can do – he doesn't have to take that. He can leave if he wants. So I respect him 100% for walking off because it's kind of fucked up. Uh, but, I mean, obviously, it's going to be some backlash if you do that. You know what I mean? A lot of fans waited. A lot of fans spent money to see him. I know they're probably a little disappointed. They didn't get to see yay, but Cuddy is still, you know, like one of the greatest of our time. So I should be I've, another happy. thing.
1: Yeah. Another thing too. I, there really wasn't Kanye chance. Like I was in the, I was fucking front row damn near. And there was not. I don't know like where this narrative, that there was Kanye chance going on the whole time. Like, I mean, if there was, I, I couldn't hear him and I was front row. Um, I mean, frustrating. Definitely I frustrating. I mean, I, uh, from an outside perspective, someone not there, I get it. But I mean, for me personally, uh, Dirk was someone I wanted to see. I ended up going to see him, uh, obviously you know, a little bit further back. I made the tough choice. You know, I was like, I don't think I'll see Kid Cudi again. And uh, yeah, I, I just don't think I'll I'll be able to listen to him again. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> I, see, I, mean... I see the video of me removing all, uh, removing all his projects from my playlist. And then, you know, I mean... The cherry on top really was, I wanted to watch Dirk anyways. And then Dirk brings out Kanye. I'm far back for Kanye. It was still lit, of course, but I would have loved to be right up there for when that father stretched my hands hit. So,
0: yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Uh, The Kanye surprise appearance, I think, was so surprising just because he was on the lineup and then he backed out or whatever, that, you know, couldn't work it out. And then he still comes out. I, I it, that is just a bizarre move. I don't know if it had anything to do with you know the fact that it was Cuddy, who knows?
1: I well, I mean there there was obviously the speculation for the kids see Ghost Reunion and then he I I don't know because Cudi tweeted something about a friend coming out, so
0: ah, uh, so you think it could have been I don't minor. know.
1: I mean you tell me because <laughs> it doesn't really make sense for him to come up with Dirk either. I mean they're they obviously have songs together and everything, but it seemed kind of thrown together
0: yeah i uh thought it was kind of surprising but i will say i was wondering if it was supposed to be travis scott that came out and then Uh, cut the set short so then you know he came out for future
1: um my thing with that as well is you know he was posting future for the whole week and everything so
0: that's true too yeah i i could see it either way maybe travis gonna come out both times you never know that people go crazy i'm sure either way
1: (laughs) definitely um it was solid first day solid very solid first day i would say it was the worst out of the three though um just because of the kid cutty stuff for me
0: respect yeah i mean that's very understandable especially like you know i think the headliner is obviously a big reason why you want to go and then if something with that falls through it's you know gonna definitely bring the day down a little bit
1: definitely um moving on to day two though baby tron you know uh first Mm. first artist i saw the day had him on the the smaller VH1 stage. So it was just a pretty compact crowd, but it was fucking it was crazy. He he held up live, of course. Um, you know, we I've obviously you know getting a little more into Babytron since the XSL freshman list and he was worth he was worth seeing definitely um in my opinion. He's one of the earlier performers of course but he killed it for the time he did have. Um moving on, we had Nardo Wick. He had like a, a tent stage. It was Mm-hmm. and it was fucking it was crazy in there for Nardo fans going crazy they were almost out of the tent the tent was huge they they went crazy for Nardo
0: I would say i would never been to like a tent stage at any festival I've been to I don't think there's any Alala. uh that's really the only festival I've been to besides Lidical Lemonade so I've never seen one but like when I see them on Coachella online and the Rolling Loud online I think the tent was just hit a little bit different like there pretty cool
1: it does yeah I I would like to see you know artist potentially bigger than Nardo. I don't know how it would go, of course, but um, those stages, they get crazy in there.
0: Yeah, I watched the a couple of videos from Rolling Loud uh, performances, and I watched Action Bronson. I think he was in a tent because mm-hmm. he was like pretty late in the night. Yeah, it, he was just because obviously, like he's you know big enough, but he's not the headliner on the main stage status. So I think he's a good option for you know you don't want to see the headliner makes sense and i think shuck west was also later on one of the tent stages and those both obviously very different but like looked good in their own ways
1: definitely and it was like really crazy they had five stages that was so for new york they did three last year for miami they did three this year they went crazy and did five so Mm. it was it was something it was a little hard to navigate but i mean mainly there's like the Siroc stage that was uh they were the second headliners, um, like the number twos. That, like Dirk performed there, Chubby Red. I can't remember the third, third day. And then you had the others, or oh, that was the Go Puff stage, not the Rock stage. The Rock stage had main headliners. Those were the my mm. two mains, so of course. Um, but I mean, Nardo really killed it. Who Won't smoke was lit, of course. Um, he did some new songs from uh, Who is Nardo Wick too, so it was pretty lit. I I really enjoyed him live as well.
0: It's pretty fire. I don't really know much of his music, but I at least who wants smoke would definitely hit live for sure.
1: Next, this is rough. This is like what made my decision to stop doing the pits as much just because my it was so hot, my body was worn out and ski mask. Ski mask, it he went crazy in New York. Ground was vibrating in New York, and I don't know if the ground was vibrating in Miami, but I'm sure it was just how crazy it was in there. That was. Probably, uh, since there was no Travis, I yeah. was probably the best pit that I was at.
0: I could see that. I saw him at Lyrical Lemonade in like 2018, and that was pretty lit. Like he's definitely crazy, and that was like, you know, in the peak of like him the him and X stuff, and it was just it was a great time.
1: He brought out X's son as well. That was, that was yeah, they did Rolling Piece. So. It was it was pretty cool. You know, it was a cool moment. They brought his son. someone's was obviously crying. There was way too many people, but uh. Yeah, that was it. Was a good tribute. Uh, I got a really nice picture. I'll have to send that to you. But it was it was a good time for Ski Mask.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like Ski Mask. I feel like he hasn't been dropping too much like as of late. So I feel like he's almost getting overlooked. So glad to hear that he's still putting on a show, especially in Florida. You know, he's yeah, always going to come through.
1: Definitely, you know, uh, from Fort Lauderdale, so Miami's not too far. Um, held the jet held it down. You know, straight up. Um, And then moving on, we oh uh, so then Uzi performed. I went to go food during Uzi because I'd already seen Uzi in New York, and I feel like he wasn't gonna top that performance there for me. So I was kind of at the back for the end of it. Um, he did a lot of the uh, he did cigarettes, um, which is a banger. That's been stuck in all of our heads. It was really good live. And uh, you know, I took the L, but I was like, I'll go back a little bit. I need some water. I I need a piece of pizza in me or something. So
0: fact sometimes you gotta make that sacrifice but it's a tough one to do like i would just love to be close but like when i went to my first festival lala in 2017 i waited to see chance i was like i'm gonna be close to chance 100 i gotta be so my friend and i went there and we just went to the stage stood there all day we saw uh glass animals and alt j two other like indie rock type groups you know and then chance eventually came out but man we grinded did not leave did not go get water did not go to the bathroom and then last year i went to see tyler and i was uh my sister and our cousin sammy and you know we were making moves we were going around at all the different stages and then we still end up like 25th row or whatever for tyler And it's like oh that was like way better <laughs> like we actually got to move around got to see other people whereas you know just staying in there for you know six hours is you know kind of a grind yeah, no, it, it's definitely a grind, but you know, the
1: camelback saved my life. I'll, I'll never do a festival without one of those now. I, I didn't do New York with one, but it's a necessity, especially in Miami.
0: Oh, I 100% uh, could see that being clutch in Miami, especially. I have never gone with one. I always just bring like a big water bottle, which is like kind of annoying, just like hold a big <laughs> ass water bottle for like hours. But yeah, no, that the buy. way I get it is if
1: I like, I don't like holding stuff in my hand, so I'll, I'll just like throw what? it. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it, i don't want uh, it i don't want to hold it no yeah
1: i mean not at someone you know put it in the trash or something like that the yeah, yeah, yeah maybe okay. someone will use it but um
0: i would the it, thing i will say i hate motherfuckers that just like ask for a drink of your water oh <laughs> yeah. yeah if you have a camelback you're just like asking for it i feel like but a bottle too they're like oh god i get a sip and i'm like i don't know who you are like and last year was like you know fresh like, after mean, covid i'm like i'm not sharing a water bottle with you i don't know who you are
1: I, yeah, especially Camelback because I mean, for like the ones that Rolling Loud sends out, the Rolling Loud authorized ones that are clear, you gotta fucking bite down on the thing and suck. Like, no, you're not fucking taking a drink of my Camelback. I'm no, sorry, no, never. Uh, um, finishing up night two though, I would think I would give this artist the best overall performance. I mean, obviously the guests helped a little bit, but we have the Toxic King Future.
0: Ooh, okay. I I will say I've, I had a couple friends that saw him and they said he like was good, but he wasn't like the best they'd seen. So that's good to hear. Cause I would have high hopes to see future
1: in terms of like, in terms of, you know, I feel like you factor in everything future are the best just because, you know, crowd environment, all that good stuff. It was, and he was just playing bangers. Like I am a little upset though. He didn't play puffing on Zooties uh wow that's kind of surprising he he played one new song i can't i can't remember which one it was uh
0: he had to play wait for you
1: he did oh he played wait for you that was like way towards the end of the night though like that was like are we getting a drake appearance because it was like weirdly late in the set Mm -hmm. i think he played holy ghost or it was something like really random Mm -hmm. like where puffin puffin on zooties would have hit that's what everybody in our group talked about we wanted puffin on zooties that song is certified banger and I feel like it definitely would have hit live. I feel
0: like but, it's like the fan favorite from the album too. So I, I'm kind of surprised you didn't do that.
1: Definitely. But I mean, he was bringing the fucking heat. Like he just straight banger after banger. Um, he brought out Smirk. And then, right. you know, obviously you see the Cactus Jack fucking pop up there. I mean, I, I thought it was Smoke the whole time. I just didn't know who he was coming out with. Um, and luckily Travis Scott is back, I think.
0: Yeah, so how many songs did Travis do? Did he just do? Did he do uh, two songs.
1: So he came. They came out to hold that heat. Uh-huh. He Goosebumps, antidote. Uh, he he did three or four songs. Okay. I can't remember the other two. I mean, it was just crazy in there.
0: That's pretty obviously. decent for sure. Like, uh, we kind of thought Travis was gonna be there, but I'm sure like it actually happening just it hits a little bit different.
1: Yeah, and I mean, so last year in New York, obviously the baby had the Miami controversy beforehand. They brought him back in New York. Rolling, rolling Loud just likes uncanceling people when I'm there, I guess.
0: I guess, yeah.
1: Um, no, Travis is crazy, of course, as always. Um, when they, they didn't do 3,500. And I was a little upset about that one.
0: Yeah, so I, I love when they do a song that, you know, you might not expect. But since they're both there, I mean, that hits a little bit different. Like, like I was saying about uh, the Lil Wayne and 2 Chains thing at Chances Festival, I don't know how they didn't do no problem. With the three of them live, that would probably be the only time that would ever happen. And I feel like at Chance's own festival, he should have made it happen. But Chance like never brought out I think actually he brought out Francis in the lights, but that's like not like a huge, you know, person. But I was hoping he'd bring out somebody big, like for his stage, but then her for his set. But then you also see, you know, maybe he's trying to, you know, make it his moment for sure. So understandable. <laughs> but I was really hoping we'd get some like other surprise guests to do full songs. Like that would be
1: it's yeah, crazy. I mean, I feel like everybody goes in there with that, those expectations and then they just end up disappointed, of course. Um yeah. Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't.
0: I just have too many conspiracies about what's going to happen. Like, oh yeah, he's going to be here and he's going to be here. So they got to do that together. And it like almost never happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, but when it does.
0: <laughs> oh, but when it does, yeah, it hits.
1: Um, But I mean, Rolling Loud, they haven't released it. They've been teasing it for a minute. A phase two New York lineup. I mean, I, Travis is going to be in New York or California. I think that's when he makes his in-the-States return. That would be my guess. I could they, see it. They, I mean, and I feel like for the the Phase 2s, they hype up, you know, bringing in other artists they brought back. Uh, like in New York last time, they brought in Megan Thee Stallion and um, Trippy Red. Like, those are two huge artists. And they, it was kind of subtle. They just added them to the lineup. Mm.
0: They, weren't,
1: they weren't advertising, you know, Phase 2. So
0: we'll see what happens. So but. they got to do something big. They got to come correct this time for sure. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I would love to see him again, of course, so maybe, maybe it'll happen. Uh, moving on, though, to day three. This is a very top-heavy day. Everybody's really exhausted, so we decided we're, we're going to go at, like, five or six. So the first artist I saw was Baby Keem. Mm. He was even better. He, yeah, he was even better than when we saw him in St. Louis. He was phenomenal. Like, that was that was one of my favorite performances of the weekend as well, um, and then this was this stage was just nuts. We talked about it last week. Um, so then he went into Kodak, or Kodak was right after Baby Keem. Obviously, you know Kodak in Florida. I, I don't even say anything. You know how the Jets coming? <laughs> um, no, he was Kodak was very good as well. He's a lot better in Florida than New York, I thought. Although he wasn't always. Yeah, he wasn't really singing. Oh, he's just letting them, and everybody's just going nuts. Um, Very good set from him, though. Then Lil Baby. So I had the option of going to see Trippy Red or Lil Baby. Trippy Red last year was during someone I wanted, I can't remember who I wanted to see in New York. So, you know, I was like, I'm going to stay for Baby. I feel like Trippy will be easier to see again. I feel like they'll both, I could both see either of them again. It was well worth it. Lil Baby really killed it. That was, one of my favorite performances of the week as well. I'd say that was probably three um, great set lists. He, he did really well. Crowd was, wasn't too crazy. So I mean, it was just a good environment there. And then, you know, the grand finale, Kendrick Lamar, that was, mm. that was, you know, J Cole type performance. Like.
0: Yeah. Crowd- you, you hit me up. Like as you, like, it's starting to rain a little bit and I was like, Oh no, you're about to get like a magical moment today.
1: Didn't rain during um, Kendrick, but you know it was just, just on the mic. His his um, live voice was, it was insane. I mean it, it was. He's got to be like number two between behind best performance with J J Cole's number one, of course. That's gonna be tough to top. But um, that was Kendrick was crazy. Um, you know with the tour going on and everything, I'm glad a lot of people are getting to see him because. That shit, he, I don't know. It's like almost got me speechless. He, he had a perfect set list and everything. Brought out Kodak, brought out Yak, brought out baby Keem, of course. So it was good to see, you know, the guests from him. And it was just a great, great set list. I mean, I don't think I get to emphasize that enough.
0: I need to see Kendrick. I want to see him so bad. I feel like I might have to go see him when he's in Chicago.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth it, especially with Keem, Tan Leon as well. That's one mm-hmm. person I need to see is
0: Tan Leon. so. Maybe Second Avenue, run it back to Chicago. We'll see. We got potentially. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I just want to see him so bad. I mean, there's only a couple people that I have not seen that I like have to see that I'll like be mad if I don't see before they, you know, stop touring. The one is Josh Gambino. I had the opportunity to go see him at Lala in like 2019, I think. And I didn't go. I was like, oh, whatever. I'll see him like on his own tour. And then I didn't. I was just like, man, I, I fucked up right there. Like, I should have seen him i regret it to this day because he came out as a surprise guest for 21 savage earlier in the day and they did monster together which i would have killed to see that with those two together live and then he had his own set that night and oh man i would have loved to see it but i'm hoping you know we get some more music eventually and it drops and then i can have a chance to see him
1: definitely i that's one i want to see as well as gambino um you know, I'm going to see 21 Savage in New York. That's another name right there that you just listed. So I'm I'm checking names off the list, you know, so we'll see what happens, of course.
0: So what were like some of the top, most memorable songs you got to see live that you were just like, man, that hits, that bumps it up a little bit. Because I feel like every time I go to a concert, every artist has that one song that I just love a little bit more because I saw it live. Is there it? do you have any of those?
1: Uh, let me think. I mean, so cigarette obviously by Louis. Yeah, i just mentioned that one and then so like i feel like a lot of them just had such great sets that i couldn't pick out just one but you know like the djs that are just going crazy um mm-hmm. uh so like i have like very two very memorable songs from that um rgf island by fetty wap was is on fucking repeat it was going crazy and then um what else did they play oh uh hotel lobby by uh cuevo and take off uh off unconfused that one really stuck in my head now as well they actually came out with um who did they, uh city girls i think they came out with oh wow that's kind of yeah it random. was a, yeah it was a really like um it was random obviously i wasn't over there to see him but um but one song it's hard to pinpoint of course i really liked freestyle little baby that's been stuck in my head since. oh
0: that's one of my favorite songs by him so i would love to see that live i was watching some of lil baby's set at Lollapalooza on hulu like i was just mm-hmm. checking it Bo- out yeah uh his dj was going crazy before like you mentioned they even showed that on the stream which was kind of surprising i feel they don't always show that but he was playing dreams and nightmares that was the first song when i turned it on i was like oh man i wish i was there that'd be so fire anytime meek's you play like- that in that crowd setting it just hits
1: meek's another one i have to see you know philly legend philadelphia eagles fan here so but, yeah, I mean, I would say Freestyle by little Baby probably stuck out the most. Um, I mean, then all of Kendrick's songs were just so good. Like, he, he had no misses. So, I mean, I couldn't pinpoint one that would – Mad City, I guess, was pretty lit, so.
0: Okay, that's – I mean, that's, that's a classic, so that's good to hear. Uh, so, if you had to compare, are you taking Rolling Loud Miami or Rolling Loud New York last year? Uh,
1: that's a tough one. Um I feel like I, I liked Miami a bit more just cause I think New York maybe had better performances, but for Miami, you know, I was solo lone wolf there. I didn't, didn't have to uh, be with anyone the whole time. So, I mean, that was, I, I, I guess that I made the experience a little bit better. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think it's definitely a lot of different variables, you know, like the weather and stuff too. Definitely. may Maybe uh give one a little edge over the other, but yeah, I, I think, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, They're
0: both good in their own way, obviously.
1: Definitely, I still think, you know, just because J. Cole alone can, just, I think it just propels New York a, a little bit more. But 50 Cent was also amazing in New York, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to another great New York Rolling Loud. I mean, another great Rolling Loud. So
0: not even like that far away, so we'll be hearing yeah, about that one soon too.
1: Less than two months away at this. Was point. Was that one so.
0: in like October? When's that?
1: Uh, September 22nd to the 26th. I mean, it's close.
0: Man, that's actually kind of crazy because uh, Pygmalion Festival in Champaign every year is right around that. I was going to say we should go to a concert together there, but not going to be possible now. It's, yeah. it's tough. I almost—I yeah. was just going to buy two tickets and be like, oh, yeah, well, let's go to this. So it's a good thing I didn't. Good thing we talked about this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean, it's gonna be tough for the for the Champagne Festival. Obviously, you know, missing on them headliners, Nicki Minaj, ASAP Rocky. Obviously, you know, they're occupied for for that weekend. So,
0: yeah, you know, Champagne. They were close. They almost switched up on Rolling Lab for Pick Million Festival, but maybe next year. Now the lineup. Yeah, I feel like they always have one good rapper this year. They really don't, but I, there's probably there's still a couple I go to just because you know it's local and gotta show a little love.
1: Definitely. Um, I mean, it's for Rolling Loud. I feel like the last step for them there's one one big chess piece they need to get in the festival it's drake i mean everybody was fucking trying to predict when drake was gonna come he was gonna be a special guest for miami i I don't know i feel like it's kind of inevitable at this point i feel like maybe i'm gonna slow down on the rolling louds after New York, but you know i I, talking about it with hayden and we're both like you know drake's there that's not instant cop you know for rolling loud especially so
0: yeah, no, that would definitely be crazy. I love festivals just because they kind of give you an opportunity to be like close up to somebody, and it's not really that expensive. I was talking about when I saw the weekend at Lollapalooza. I was probably in like the tenth row, fifteen throw, whatever. If you do that on his tour, it's going to be like hundreds of dollars. Whereas exactly. you know, one day Lollapalooza tickets like hundred forty bucks or whatever it is. So it's definitely it's definitely worth it if you wanted to grind a little bit. So yeah, I definitely think if Drake or somebody was there, grinding would be worth it.
1: Yeah, and they are they are talking expanding it, you know, to more cities in the U.S. So I mean, that was something they've been tweeting about a lot this weekend. And I mean, they are pretty true to their word. Um, I mean, for the most part, stuff they tweet they they make happen. So
0: oh, for sure. I don't know if they'd ever go Rolling Loud Chicago. Just yeah, that's what I was. I, I feel I don't like think uh, I don't think it would work. I don't think it would work either. I think you know, Lyrical Lemonade already kind of covers what Rolling Loud would do. So unless they're really trying to compete, I don't think it makes sense. So I think they'd probably go to somewhere in Texas. Maybe I could see. And then obviously they got you know California, New York,
1: Philly, like maybe Philly, stuff. yeah, yeah, but big cities Chicago, like Chicago.
0: But although Chicago was huge, obviously a huge city, but I don't know, I just don't see it happening. One thing I did see on Twitter though was they said like, yeah, kind of hinted at what if we got Tyler for Rolling Loud, and that was pretty interesting to me. I don't know, Tyler or Rolling Loud would be kind of crazy because obviously that's a huge stage, huge festival now, but I don't know, Tyler like is a little bit different from like the sound and the styles that i imagine at rolling loud you know what i mean like cuddy is a little bit different too from like a little baby or a future you know what i mean even kendrick is a little bit different from what i traditionally picture with rolling loud so i think tyler would definitely go crazy but i don't know if it's the like perfect fit
1: i yeah uh i think that's another thing they do well though You, know, i feel like it's like diverse you know you always have like this one artist you wouldn't quite expect i guess like for new york it was 50 cent that was one of the main headliners that was like of course you know he's a rapper but you wouldn't expect him you know something like that and then kendrick lamar like you said um so i i definitely think it would work it'd just be you know the certain type you know just the certain fans that would be there of course i don't mm-hmm. think i think it is like a moshing kind of crazy environment like that for most the artists but i feel like When you get these performances, you know, from like the Kendricks, 50 cents, J. Coles, you know, it's like it's unforgettable, of course, because, you know, you have so many fans like, I mean, people are bound to want to see it. And I don't know. I I think it would work, though, personally.
0: Yeah, I think it would, too. But it's just like I I do love the variety. I love that they kind of it feels like every day they have somebody that's not as big, but is very good competing at the same time as the main headliner like the action Bronson, like you know Sheck west like i said earlier people like that that like that's a really good second option like if you don't want to see the star for whatever reason there's always somebody good to close the night and that, that's good because like other festivals that do like a lot of genres you might not always get that you might really only have one person you want to see at a specific time so although it is kind of like you know an internal struggle to say oh this person versus that person good to have options i
1: will say in new york you yeah. know after seeing future one time if if push a tease at the same time i'm gonna be at king push i'm gonna gonna go see his Mm. set so that's like one of the i want to see push bad where that's there's that perfect dilemma there perfect example for that dilemma so
0: i think i'd have to see push too
1: yeah i future was very very good so i mean i wouldn't mind seeing him a second time so i mean just we're gonna see how time times are
0: but see we'll see but yeah sounds like you had a good time at Rolling loud for sure so i mean yeah can't wait to hear about new york
1: yeah two months i mean that's eight episodes so
0: kind of crazy uh speaking of you know yeah only eight episodes you know whatever all these numbers about the podcast we've been talking about this for a while we've been talking about for many many episodes the giveaway we said we're gonna give away good kid mad city kidsy ghosts and a record player and this wednesday we are officially gonna do the giveaway we're gonna go live on instagram second avenue pod 7 p.m central time we're gonna give them away if you're listening this now and you haven't entered the giveaway go back to that post we'll pin it on our ig share the post like it comment and tag a friend post your story hey you could be winning these things and we're gonna get them to one of you very, very soon. So make sure to tune in that IG live. You know, if you guys are trying to chat, ask a couple questions. You know, do whatever. We'll stand there for a little while. We'll do the giveaway. We'll just chat and see what's up. We'll just hang out.
1: Definitely um, ready to give these away. Of course, you know it's been years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we we've been it's been burning a hole right behind me. Just say, I hate sitting here looking at it every day. So I want to I want to pass that on, of course.
0: Yeah, we got to. But yeah, I mean, I think that just about wraps up everything about Rolling Loud. So let's move into this week's news. Obviously, we got to start with this week's releases. We got albums from Wiz Khalifa, Hot Boy, Dami, and JD Beck with features on that album from Thundercat, Anderson Pack, Buster Rhymes, Snoop Dogg, and then, of course, Beyonce's album. I honestly have not listened to Beyonce's album yet. It's one of those things where, like, I feel like I really got to be in the right, like, mood to listen to it and I just haven't had that yet it's only been a couple of days I I need it to happen this week I need to listen to the album I'm hearing good things but it just hasn't happened yet
1: I mean you know what you're gonna get from Beyonce album I compare like a Beyonce album to a Taylor Swift album like there, I mean they're just gonna be bangers uh, like I, it's not gonna be something I play every day or it's constantly in my rotation although off the first few listens it was met my met my standards I mean you know you have one of the biggest female artists in the game so
0: Um, not for sure
1: yeah something you know like i said it's not gonna get played on ox too much but the song's hit so
0: yeah i gotta give it a listen everybody's telling me i gotta listen to it so it definitely happened this week but so next week i'll let you know what i think but then we got singles this week nav featuring Lil baby and travis scott calvin harris featuring normani tinashe and offset and then quavo and takeoff featuring gucci main rod wave and french montana did you have a chance to listen to any of these? And what was your favorite of the group? If you did,
1: um, the Nav Nav track, of course, with Baby and um Travis Scott. That when, uh, I think I was in like the airport or something. I just kept it just kept coming on. It was it was really good. I, I really enjoyed the track. You know, the Goat, of course. Shout out Devin. There you can't disrespect Nav. Um,
0: but, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Yeah, no, he delivered, of course. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite that I've heard so far. I haven't listened to all these tracks, but that song does hit. Obviously, the album did get delayed, disappointing, but we got that track, which is, you know, it's a hit.
1: Yeah, I mean, getting, I mean, getting into the news with that uh, Nav pushing his album back. I mean, at least it wasn't due to sample clearances. You know, <laughs> <laughs> big emphasis on that. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? You think he pushed it back because Beyonce or?
0: No, I I really don't. I don't think Nav can like expect to. Uh, I mean, he might go number one in another week. I don't know, but obviously he knows he's not with Beyonce releasing the same week. So maybe that's the reason. But I kind of feel like there's big artists that drop every week. So I feel like I, although Nav is you know pretty big, I think it's gonna be a challenge for him to get number one no matter what the week is. But it's definitely possible with you know a stacked feature list like you know, this song with Travis and Baby. So it's possible for sure.
1: Elm Street would be going crazy if Mav went number one. It'd be wild. So in a block pop.
0: Yeah, I I mean, it, I'm not saying it's impossible, especially with the feature list. But I mean, the GOAT just dropping alone. Even if he doesn't go number one, everybody's going to be happy. So, yeah.
1: Exactly. They delivered with that single. So I'm very, I'm interested to see what we get.
0: Yeah, I feel like, you know, Nav does get clowned, but he always got a couple hits on every album. So you can't really, yeah. can't really well, hit He's,
1: he's going to come with the slappers, of course.
0: Facts. Some other news this week. Kim K tweets, free gunna. What are your thoughts on this?
1: I think I was right to the airport or like about to leave for the airport. and I saw that. She's right. You know, I can't, I tried to keep a count of how many times I heard free YSL this weekend, but it was just an astronomical amount. I lost count. Um, You know, Baby obviously did his thug and gun attributes. So it was lit to see that, of course. Um, Not much needs to be said, though. Free them. Free YSL.
0: Yeah, facts. But it was honestly one of those things where it's like I didn't believe it was a real tweet. I was like, this is Photoshopped. No. I I just saw a screenshot, and I was like, no way. No way she would tweet this. Because I feel like the Kardashians are so, like, calculated with their moves and stuff. It is pretty late. I feel like they're so calculated with everything they do, though, that, like, you know, some people might be like oh my god they're supporting you know criminals or you know whatever but yeah, like, they're
1: supporting racketeering
0: yeah but like she's with it apparently so yeah it was crazy hey, you know, she's pushing people yeah pushing p for sure The little p emoji i haven't seen that in a minute but she dropped it so that was hard
1: kardashians are very locked in in the rap game i feel like um, oh yeah in the music game in general I, for sure <laughs> I, yeah I, they, they are some of the biggest celebrities out there so it's good to see it
0: oh yeah they got to be tapped in for sure so good to see you. Some other news this week, J Electronica hints towards potentially joining Griselda. You know, Griselda, one of the most stacked labels, groups, whatever you want to say in the industry right now. So, I mean, getting a heavy, heavy hitter and a legend like J Elect, that'd be big.
1: Yeah, no, um, that was like back to New York a little bit. That was one of the ones I wanted to see, but I think once again, J Cole is performing. So I unfortunately i had to miss it but you know that they're deep very very deep kind of power move here but
0: yeah i think i mean he's like you know he's kind of older so like him like joining something new is kind of surprising this late in his career but i mean i feel like i don't know i don't want to say late in his career because he could be dropping music for a minute longer but be kind of surprising to see because i feel like he is you know so well respected and big without you know being a part of a group so i'd love to see it though i'd love some collabs with him and the griselda members though for sure i need that yeah,
1: definitely um just something we'll have to follow of course
0: facts then obviously we said that we recorded you know, pretty early last week so we did not get to give our thoughts on joy badass's album 2000 but we have some updates of course joy badass and mac miller both sell 22,000 first week mac miller of course with his i love life thank you mixtape officially coming streaming services and then like i said joey badass's album 2000 you know good to see these numbers kind of crazy that they're both around the same level though
1: no definitely especially you know with it being the mac album just coming to streaming services i feel like the joey the joey badass project perfectly fits the theme of this year is underrated projects they're amazing they fly under the radar don't sell fucking hundreds of thousands first week but they deserve it. I mean, I really enjoyed the project. I, we haven't talked about it at all, but
0: no, yeah, I think we should talk about it a little bit. I mean, I thought this was a great album from Joey. He posted on his Instagram, it was a little like grid of 1999 and 2000, and then it was number eight Kobe and number 24 Kobe. I had to share <laughs> that. I was like, that is hard. That was I totally get it too. Like, it makes it just fits 100% because it's kind of like you know, eight Kobe was kind of learning the game, doing his thing. And then 24, Kobe, that was the master. That was the, you know, goat of the next generation. He was the one everybody was looking to. And that was kind of Joey. He was upcoming with 1999. He was getting that respect. He was getting those accolades, getting that love. And now he's, you know, one of the most respected out, one of the most proven track records. And yeah, he delivered again on 2000. It's one of my favorite projects of the year so far, for sure.
1: Definitely. and. Um, You know, I, I hate for a single that released beforehand to be my favorite track of the album, but Survivor's Guilt is just phenomenal track. Absolutely phenomenal. That's got to be one of my favorite tracks of the year so far.
0: That one's so good. I love Brand New 9-11 with West Side Gun. Speaking back to the Griselda Boys, that one goes crazy. But Show Me might be my favorite one. The sample That's on another- Show Me, oh my god, I was going crazy the first time i heard it i feel like that sample i feel like i've heard it before i didn't i don't know where i don't know if i have but it somebody sounded just so familiar and i loved it i love the vibe that song had great production yeah maybe my favorite one of my favorite tracks for sure so
1: definitely insane project if you haven't listened to it yet go give it a listen let's get that 22k let's double let's get them 44k for the second week
0: let's do it all right, let's go into our last piece of news here. Barack Obama releases his summer playlist. So this summer playlist, we got a lot of different names here. We got some Drake. We got some D'Angelo. We got some Vince Staples. We got some Otis Redding.
1: Lauren Hill floating around in there as well.
0: Lauren Hill, Casey Musgraves, Kendrick Lamar, The Internet. We got some good names here. That's just
1: half the list, though. Yeah, we just have half the list pulled up. I just chose a random one out of the two, but. I mean, you'd love to see Magic by Vince Stables. I That one, like, randomly came on on the plane ride, and I was like, oh, my God, this track is fucking, like, amazing. Like, uh, obviously, you know, it didn't fly under the radar too much for me. Obviously, you know, it's in commercials and shit, but I don't know. That one's, like, it's it's coming back with his second life in my rotation. It is, it's appearing a lot, and, you know, it was weird that, you know, my boy Barry were locked in. He must have <laughs> heard it in the whip. He must we were cruising around, and –
0: yeah, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I always see people be like, "Does Obama really listen to stuff?" Like, who knows? But hey, it's a pretty good list. Like, there's a lot of good songs there. Good variety but, as well. Good variety. Uh, the Casey Musgraves inclusion, love that, obviously. But then, obviously, gotta show love the rappers, Vince Staples, especially. I mean, that's crazy. Um, like you were kind of talking about. You know, it's a big song. It's in commercials. I saw Vince Staples in like an Acura commercial the other day, and I was like, Yeah, no. that oh, was my a- God. Like, I didn't know he was on that level like that, but it was good to see. It.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, like we've talked about before, you know, he's a very marketable person, you know, just with his personality and everything. And then, you know, upcoming TV show as well on, on Netflix. So um, I mean, just he's a very marketable person outside of music, even so.
0: A hundred percent. Like he could have a career beyond music anytime he wants to, just because that's how great of a person he is, how interesting a person he is. So yeah. Great to see you.
1: Definitely. But I think it all wraps it up, you know, um, a little bit shorter of an episode. I'm not sure where we're at on timing and everything, um, but, you know, it's slow news week, obviously, you know, then the topic, it was not too, it was, you know, good one, but I feel like you can't go too, too in depth in it um, without going on and on and on. So
0: yeah. had had to talk about rolling Loud though. It deserved its own episode. Obviously a lot to be talked about. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And as always, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out guys. Uh, Stay tuned for the giveaway. Stay tuned guys. Peace.